hey listeners what's up hope you're having a good day and this is path and i'm of course here with kunal kunal say hi uh, hi hello <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'm i'm so 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 excited for today's episode because we have such an amazing guest with us his name is hasik kureshi and well he's from my oh, college my actually we both are studying engineering together we're in the same year and he he's a guy with a very 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 strong mindset and he always gives away positive vibes and he he has some really interesting takes on some really deep topics so me and kunal are going to pick his brain in today's episode and let's see what he has to talk about hey hasik so do you want to say anything to the hey, listeners sure sure hello listeners as far introduce me i'm not that big of a guy but i'm decent enough i'm still a learner myself i'm a freshie myself but i just try to become a better person every day and as a result i'm on this journey as they are so hope you all enjoy listening to us yeah i mean one thing i really resonated with with what you said was like you are still a learner and i feel like all of us are like we are similar because all of us consider ourselves lifelong learners and like like it's like we don't know everything and we don't want to know everything but we just want to try to be better every day and just exactly. be the best version of ourselves one day definitely bro definitely that's what it is because chasing perfection is just an illusion bro i feel yeah because if you substitute the word perfection with excellence that's what matters mm-hmm. because if you strive for perfection you you never absolutely never going to be perfect 100% percent you yeah. always find some flaw right because and after all like you who get defines perfection right exactly uh, Dettol sanitizer also kills ninety nine point nine nine percent, not hundred. Oh my God! Yes, exactly. <laughs> so so yeah. yeah, we are on this journey towards excellence, guys. So let's Definitely. get going. Aja Hasik, so like as we have settled that you know we're all constant learners, and I know hmm. you very very deep into seeking knowledge, right? So I was Correct. just curious that what what made you enter the world of knowledge seeking, like. did it come natural to you let's say because of your dna or your upbringing or was it was it some life experiences that ignited this factor of knowledge seeking in you like what what was it mm-hmm. so bro of course it was not in my dna i was not born with a lot of knowledge nor did i have the intuition that i need to start seeking knowledge and knowledge is a very i feel a very limited word knowledge knowledge basically means you learn you experience you meet new people you watch new stuff and you develop your skills so all of that combined i term that as seeking knowledge so to expand the horizon of this i would say like when i was in 9th and 10th as i've heard you guys speaking about your 9th and 10 years even i realized that that phase of our life is completely a turner like people just become very different people after that phase mm-hmm. right do you all agree with me yeah 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 100% it's right so, it's it's a time when you <laughs> like uh, sorry sorry i cut you off but it's like a time when you uh, no, actually realize your values like because Definitely. until that time you are just told what to do and now at this point you're just like but should i be should i real, like is what i'm doing true to who i am as a person or not like yeah so i agree exactly yeah after that age, after that age we start developing critical thinking and as a result you start discovering many new things which never occurred to you when you were a kid mm-hmm. so 
i went through some difficulties here and there of course not that big of a difficulties but like it was tough times were tough so i wanted some guidance so i started watching these motivational videos on youtube i started following these motivational pages on instagram and i became a hardcore motivational enthusiast so it used to give me a lot of pleasure to know these things and then apply these things in my daily life i used to fail of course but applying that stuff gave me a lot of pleasure and satisfaction <clears throat> sorry so from that point onwards i started to you know seek more of it seek more of this type of motivational knowledge and this kind of you know stuff which actually gives you a lot of positivity inside you and it builds you up so from that point on i started reading books um i started watching these podcasts and videos and i completely changed my perspective towards life mm-hmm. so that's in brief when i started out so basically this is what happened to me post covid right so for example you have a lot of questions in mind and uh, you have your lows and to find answers what you did was you surrounded yourself with motivational videos like valuable podcasts and like reading good books so definitely surrounding yourself with this content manifested itself in a way where you know we've all become constant learners and now we're seeking knowledge definitely bro okay right so so would you say that uh, would you say that a person should constantly seek knowledge because every time you get some more knowledge like your outlook on life changes or is there something or is there are are there more benefits to constantly seeking knowledge there's countless benefits i would say because once you start seeking a lot of new things you go on this path of learning new things your it is proved by researchers that your brain physically changes mm-hmm. because you are intaking so much of beneficial stuff your perspective towards life becomes elevated like had you not sought that much of knowledge you would have been a completely different person but when you start seeking knowledge you start seeing things from a different level completely and i'm really honest about that it just completely changes your mindset you start looking at people differently the way you shake hand start becoming a little more firm a little more gentle you start chasing sophistication you want to be more of a gentle human being an authentic human being and you know these little things these petty things like things which are happening on social media these these things start looking very insignificant in front of your eyes because now you are looking at the real world with a different lens mm-hmm. so that's what i believe because it changes your completely changes your nervous response the way you react to things the way you respond to negativity and your habitual way of thinking changes so it does really help and it did help me and it's still helping me mm. yeah i definitely agree with that uh because it's like uh i don't really know how to put it but like once once even i chose to surround myself with things that are beneficial for myself not necessarily like of course i believe that you can get knowledge from practically everything and everyone if you choose to get that knowledge from someone or if you choose to look sure at no. it yeah but uh, but once i started surrounding myself with things that are more beneficial for my for my own mindset or, or for my mental health i noticed a gradual but definite change in my own attitude like it's like the the fakeness or like association of uh, 
I'm, I don't know. It's a very simple reason, like, right? It's like mm-hmm. uh, the same the same person that would put a lot of emphasis on social media likes is now the person who doesn't even post enough. I'm like, I'm, what's the point? Oh, like, I don't want so people true. to, yeah, I don't want people to see my life. Of course, there are some things like this podcast that I want people to see because views chahiye mujhe. But uh, then there are some things that I uh, that necess- that I don't necessarily want people to see. Like, my my private life is completely different from my public life right now. Exactly, and I feel exactly. like that came from the knowledge. Definitely. easiest way to do mm-hmm. through social media yeah one, one also i think i think that one of the advantages of today's time is stuff like this you know how we three can come together and create something and distribute it for free and people can consume it for free like that's the beauty of it right like how has it said that there are countless benefits of seeking knowledge well the the better part is that it's absolutely free right there's so many sources yeah. of knowledge out on the internet which is like absolutely free and so like once you choose to seek knowledge and once it, you get into that virtuous cycle then then it's just a constant growth for yourself yeah definitely bro <clears throat> i i agree um actually an interesting point right now i would like to bring up is that um i remember the once when i was like very young about 7 or 8 years old uh, that uh, uh, i was watching this discovery uh, discovery channel or some d- documentary on the universe and things like that it was a lot of fun mm. but uh, but then as i watched it more and more there was a lot of existential dread that came into me because it's like when you study about the universe you study about galaxies and like everything mm. goes from a micro to a macro scale and if you try to keep track of the earth the earth keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller and you are just one speck on the earth so it's like uh, so i mean this is just an analogy but the point i'm trying to come up with is that uh, the more you study or the more you get knowledge the more you realize that things don't matter and the more you realize that you don't know a lot of things and like you maybe you you might probably be like insignificant in the universe like just to exactly that's <clears throat> that's yeah. a wonderful point like the more um you seek knowledge the more you um get to know about the reality of things the more humble you become you know it yeah. instills a kind of humility inside you because it's such a big universe and it's such a big planet and we are such tiny creatures and we are going to just die out and what will really matter after after we die is the value we create the legacy we leave not mm-hmm. the things that we have nobody would care about which car you drove and nobody would care about you know how many how much property you own they would care about if we touched their lives or not no matter in what degree it was like yeah. just smiling at a stranger can do wonders for that particular person yeah that's Or true just you know just these little things as the more you mature the more we grow up i have noticed that we realize these little things matter a lot like you know these um, valuing some person's emotions or you know getting along in a 
relationship beat with your mother or your father or your friend or whoever it is these little things play a big role in our lives mm-hmm. yeah and but then another different take on this is that the more the more you know the more you don't know obviously but then that that can also put you in a sense of inferiority that like listen like no matter what i try i'm still not going to know a lot of things so how do you deal with that see as we discussed initially if you're going to go and chase perfection we are going to be in this vicious world and vicious cycle which will never end mm-hmm. so if it boils down to excelling at what you know and especially applying what we know we can know tons and tons of knowledge about personal evolution personal development stuff but when we go out and when we deal with people that's when this knowledge has to be applied mm-hmm. so i believe in not knowing a lot of course i do believe in that but i believe more in applying what i know because yeah. napoleon hen what did he say in his book he said man is not rewarded for how much he knows but for what he does with what he knows so application at the end of the day is what really That's really beautiful, matters bro. thanks yeah. for bringing it right. up yeah yeah that makes sense yeah man so then how do you sorry uh, go on go on no no ask me i was almost done you yeah so my point is how do you differentiate between what is uh, perfection and what is excellence to you how do i differentiate so as i said we are flaw we are not flawless we're yeah. going to make a lot of mistakes sometimes when i post stuff on instagram i just post it and people give a give it a lot of likes and then when i go back to my real life and if i am not able to apply that same thing which i posted i feel extremely guilty mm-hmm. because that gives me a you know an illusion of learning and growing so that's why what i do is i post one particular thing and then until i apply that to a certain extent that i am satisfied that i use this knowledge i do not post anything else so like my followers must be knowing that i do not post every week or every 3 days or something like that because it gives me a feeling ke bhai i'm living a fake life either i'm preaching so much about these these things and at the back at the reality what i'm really is is different than what i post so mm-hmm. um boiling boiling down to your point perfection versus excellence so i believe making mistakes is is the key towards growth yeah right because mm-hmm. you will never be perfect i have drilled that in my mind but i can be extremely extremely excellent i can be a better version than yesterday and i have substituted this word best version with better version mm-hmm. right because i can i feel like i can never be the best version until i die i can always be a better person than yesterday because there's so much to learn so much to grow that i always coin it as a better version of myself So yeah. yeah that's i hope you all got my point yeah no i completed it yeah, that's, that's very insightful striving you basically striving towards excellence which in itself is a never ending process exactly yeah. bro it's like you you're trying to be the best version of yourself but you know in your mind that you're never going to be the best version of yourself or you're never going to say okay now this is it you know like i'm the best version exactly. of myself like that day is exactly. never going to come definitely right. bro and as we discussed that brings you towards more humility because you will never be the best there are going to be yeah, people it's, who it's will always surpass you yeah exactly so the more you grow the more humble you get and the more you 
get to know that like it's just very temporary and you need to put in your best effort in this temporary period so that's what really matters mm-hmm. yeah i completely i think i i once came across a definition of success which i would like to share mm-hmm. and sure. that said that success is the magnitude of valuable footprint that you can leave behind on the world when you leave right wow that's deep yeah. so i think i think that's important because i think more people should start making that the goal of their lives and not driving a sports car and you know living in a, a beach house like a penthouse so when people exactly. start thinking that way it's just collectively going to be better for the world mhm definitely i agree uh so hasik i think i think we should dive into the next deep topic so this topic is about inferiority complex and i have a very strong opinion on this so i'm going to share that first and then i'm going to ask you for your take so i believe that uh in this social media age we are developing an increased inferiority complex and let me like let, let me explain this because to explain this i'll have to go down to the basics so how how does a person determine where he stands in life or determine where he stands in society okay usually one way of doing this <clears throat> is where he creates a point of reference now this point of reference can be people around you and or in today's time it can be the people that you're watching on instagram for example now i can go on and on about this but like we can conclude by saying that majority of what you see on instagram is far from reality and i use the word majority because in some cases let's say a particular person or a particular body or a particular lifestyle it might be true it might be 100% true but it is very 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 rare and where i'm getting at with this is that in today's time people are the the point of reference that i'm talking about is completely messed up for a lot of people basically everyone and when the point of reference is messed up that leads to a huge inferiority complex because and but the good part about this is that this inferiority complex is baseless because it is based on something which is not real and something which is not common so overall that's my take on inferiority complex and what today's time is doing with that so i just want to ask you about uh inferiority complex in general and what can it do to your mindset and how can you deal with the effects of it so yeah inferiority inferiority complex um uh, like it's a big big topic to talk about but to make it short i would say that our generation is affected by this so called disease like a pandemic because every single person that you meet in college or in school to a certain extent they have these um, negative feelings about themselves they have self doubt they are not really confident they have self esteem issues and that compounds and it leads to a lot of mental health issues i believe so people are usually influenced very easily by netflix and all these movies and bollywood and hollywood and they start believing that for example they watched a high school movie that a person is getting ragged and this group is 
I'm just trying to dominate over another group and this is all that's happening in colleges these days. What if I'm the victim? What if people start attacking me? What if people start targeting me? Be it, be it whatever, emotionally, physically or mentally. It can be any which ways, right? Mm-hmm. So they start developing this victim, victim mindset. They start to, you know, try to fit in and they start to behaving. They start to behave like other people in order to seek validation from them. They want to fit in the crowd because they're not really confident and they're not uh, very close to their principles and their personal values. So I believe this leads to a lot of mental health issues and the way to deal with it is again, the basis as we talked about seeking knowledge and especially knowing yourself better, becoming more aware about your strengths, your weaknesses, and engaging in this thing called personal evolution. That's how you start to develop your own principles. And as a result, you are, you know, you are not a victim anymore because you know who you are and you know what your purpose is. You are not diverted from your purpose because of seeking validation or trying to fit in or trying to, you know, please the society. I know this is a very cliche statement, trying to please the society, but subconsciously it affects almost every single human being on this planet mm-hmm. what i believe yeah right like, yeah public public bhai i'm not trying to fit in i am different but at the back of their mind there is this basic fear which stops them stops them from being the person they really really want to be from inside right mm-hmm. for example standing up for a particular standing up for the right thing for example somebody is getting bullied bullied let it be verbally or non-verbally so you want to stand up for this person, but you're not able to because you have this basic fear, ke bhai, why would I do that? What if people start targeting me? So this results in, you know, inferiority complex. You start feeling inferior. You do not, uh, you stop believing in your capabilities to stand up for the right thing, as in this case. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I believe in. Like you can just cure this disease up with seeking knowledge and um, really, really working on yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you guys? Uh, some... think... yeah, okay, Parth, go on. No, no, you go on. Okay, so I think, you know, we all have, uh, we all have learned a lot and we have all seeked knowledge, but it's, it's very difficult to describe what knowledge seeking does to you. But like the only way I can put it is that when you seek knowledge, when you enter that virtuous cycle, as I said, you mm. you start think start seeing things differently, as Hazik said, from a different lens. And I think you just rise above a lot of these things which are happening. And I think that's the best way to describe what knowledge seeking does to you. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I, I I would also say something similar. Um, so obviously, all of us have inferiority complexes or like we have such certain insecurities that we like that that we have and uh, so what knowledge seeking did for me was not was not te- like get rid of my insecurities but t- rather just tell me that it's okay that you have them everyone has those insecurities but like they do not define you your strengths define you and who you are as a person the value you give to other people that's what defines you not your insecurities. So that's what knowledge seeking did for me. 
definitely and it must have helped you a lot how to deal with your insecurities yeah so now i mean definitely i have insecurities but i uh, but it's let's like i'm okay with it i'm like nahi this is me as a person these are my negatives these are my positives and i'm just human that's that's my mindset right now so yeah mm-hmm. um i had a question about like fitting in and things like that uh mm-hmm. so like when when you talk about oh i want to fit in with this gang or like i want to fit in with these people it automatically comes with a negative connotation like that like it's like these people are not your people which is why you have to try to fit in because like you are not them and they are not you right so like yeah 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 so i mean kind of a personal question but have you done anything against your values to try to fit in with someone yeah like many times and i still do and i still regret why i do that so fitting mm-hmm. in for me is a big thing i mean i view it as a very expansive uh, expansive thing like you can be trying to fitting in in your very own circle of family or let's mm-hmm. say you have a group of 3 to 4 best friends and you can still be trying to fitting in uh, you get that term like you are yeah. trying to be a person which you are not really so for example it happens a lot of times with me when i'm playing with my friends when i'm playing tt or something like that so they start to discuss a lot about netflix and these series and uh, you know these memes so i feel a pretty left out because i know nothing about this stuff Mm-hmm. so they start talking about this for like almost half an hour 45 minutes and i'm just looking sitting there and looking at the faces so they ask me ke bhai tune episode dekha kya hazik you should watch it you should definitely watch it you should give it a try so just to fit in what i say is ke bhai ha main dekhne wala tha i'm going to buy a netflix subscription and i'm going to watch the series which you're talking about although i have no intention to do that so even <laughs> that can be fitting in in your very own group right yeah so, i mean I can, the, for yeah, me i can relate right. to that because <laughs> you know sometimes sometimes i wonder why people try to fit in sometimes there is like a very deep reason like social craving or people trying to seek validation but like what you sure. talked about is something that i can relate to because my you know when i when i try to fit into a group something inside mm. me does not want to sound rude or does not want to disrespect someone and my whole Definitely. thing is to just like make peace and like get with it and yeah but like i i have a boundary where i don't try to fit into the extent where my actions are not aligned with my thoughts right and sure. i think in some cases people do try to fit into the extent where their actions are uh, not aligned with their thoughts and mm-hmm. uh what what do you think goes on in the people's mind which makes them go all the way in trying to fit into that group i believe it all boils down to fear as in my case in my case which i just said it was the fear of you know being some someone who thinks differently from the rest of the crowd i am for example when they start talking about memes and netflix i had this fear ke bhai when i start talking something more productive something which is more valuable these people will start judging me i had that fear in mind and because of that fear i gave into their um you know their talks their type of talks even though i do not really care about what 
Netflix does and what memes does memes do but still i tried to fit in because i had this fear that they'll start judging me so that's where i want to really really work on myself like you know standing up for your values and for example the way we are discussing stuff this beneficial stuff right now had i started this had i started discussing the same things with them at that moment they would have surely not liked it they would have surely you know said ke haze kya paka raha hai kitna serious aadmi hai should just enjoy so i had this fear that these people will <laughs> right, judge me right 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 right, right. <laughs> so i of course at the other end there is there has to be a subtle balance you should not always feel ke bhai these people are just useless all they do is watch movie after movie after movie they are into so much of memes it's such a waste of time like you should have a balance to these both extremes like by the way side yeah, like, note kunal is also big into memes <laughs> I mean yeah <laughs> it's like maza so, so but it's like I mean I focus on other things too it's like memes I don't know how to quite explain it but it's like uh it's the same logic it's work hard and play hard so when I work or when I want to be productive I work hard but when I want to relax also I relax Definitely. hard so that's sure enough and so I don't think you should judge someone based on where they find the source of relaxation right exactly wow. so that's what the point i was making you should have a subtle balance you should neither go extreme so if people are enjoying watching netflix and doing this these things it's like their life they their source of recreation i'm not going to judge them but mm-hmm. the point is ki only when you overindulge in these things and you're just talking about these things constantly and there's no sign of value in you then i wouldn't vibrate very well with that person of course i won't judge him it's his life but i would try to counsel him i would try to you know um how do i portray it i would try to be a role model for them rather than just judging them because yeah. of course actions speak louder than words na usko ja ke judge karoge bologa kya bhai kya tu faltu baithe rehta full day what's the point he's going to dislike me even more so the mm-hmm. other way to right. channel it is to be the person he wishes to be right like be a role model in front of him by by you know in any which way you can just be a role model for him instead of judging him so that's what my mentality is to i totally agree i i think that you can't change people all you can do is show them a different perspective right so exactly. you should not judge them but what you can do is make them see through the lens that you are seeing the world from definitely yeah. and if if they if they buy into that then good for them if they don't well hmm. i mean it's okay also i think the point that you made about trying to fit in i would like to say that it makes a lot of sense that trying to fit in does boil down to fear mm-hmm. whether, whether it is fear mm-hmm. of being left out or fear of being judged or fear of being made fun of i mean the more i think about it the more sense it makes you know it does boil down to some sort of fear yeah and you can Definitely. just you can also have like fear of missing out right just like uh, yeah I mean, it's a big will, fomo yeah it's a big fomo like people will go i'll not be i'll not like I don't know because we are social animals right we like or we crave not cra- yeah we crave we crave yeah, connection we with people so Definitely if you if you if you feel that something is going to threaten that connection then obviously you'll have some sort of fear and that's where fitting in comes from personally, exactly bro and yeah personally i did a lot of weird things to fit in like at one point i mean I don't really I, I don't know if I really want to get into it but let's just say that I was somebody that I was that I did that I mean I was somebody that I am not like 
uh, doing something that is against my values or doing something that I would not do or like not uh, or like my parents have how do I explain it? It's like, my parents have brought me up not to do certain things. Like always be a kind person. Always like, uh, like I don't know. Like make people like give happiness, give positive vibes, and don't really be negative. Yeah. But uh, I did a lot of things that spread hate and like, uh, uh, hmm. and I, I mean I don't re- I don't regret it actually I, 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 because it taught me a lot about what my values are and it like solidified that no I am not this person so again exactly. like messing up also is knowledge seeking it helped me definitely bro like the more like that phase was very important for you because had you not gone through that phase you wouldn't have realized ke bhai aisa nahi hona chahiye yeah that made you actually realize so in a way it wasn't a failure it was just a stepping stone towards becoming a better person yeah definitely right. i agree but but guys on a serious note i think i th- i don't think it's advisable to try to fit in you should like try to avoid it as much as you can and i will explain that so on instagram i saw a clip uh, where chesh shetty was talking about how he wrote in his book think like a monkey he wrote about uh, he gave mm-hmm. an analogy of method actors right so for example mm-hmm. what heath ledger did for the joker where he actually played another person and uh, you know to the extent where his real where is uh, reality where is real life was actually even comprised of some aspects of the joker and he took he took the character with him into the real life and he had a lot of side effects so jay shetty mm. gives a gives an analogy that if you constantly try and play a character which you are not you know there are chances where you get stuck into that character and it it gets difficult for you to come back so you know like definitely, it's, it's advisable to like not try to fit in uh definitely you know. yeah. carry on with your point i would say uh, see the subconscious come comes into being this is where exactly the subconscious plays a very important role because see at the end of the day we are electromagnetic creatures right because we are made of cells what are cells made of but molecules what are molecules made of but atoms what are atoms made of but energy so when you are with a particular group of people you absorb their energies no matter how much you try to avoid it you subconsciously absorb their attitudes their way of thinking their manners their perspective towards life you absorb it unconsciously i would say Mm-hmm. whether you believe it or not whether you want to avoid it or not if you are with a particular group of people you will eventually if you spend a lot of time with them you will become like them so um it's of course better to avoid them and i'm i won't say you just completely go cold turkey with them you should give in your i mean uh, you should try to as part said you should just try to help them out you should counsel them and you should you know for example somebody is smoking he is pursuing a mbba mbbs he is pursuing a doctorate in medical sciences and he goes back home and smokes so here you see the knowledge that he is getting and he is not applying that knowledge he knows that smoking kills he is a doctor he is a expert at medical sciences but he does not know that smoking is harmful for him mm-hmm. so there is a clash of you know emotional mind and the rational mind so to boil down to the point it's to 
attack their emotions how is it going to affect them how it will you know just destroy the mental health in the future and at the same time you try to be the person uh, you know that will help that will that they look up to mm-hmm. so uh, as i said it's all about subconscious mind yeah so i, I think hope, like point, I, I i hope i made sense yeah i know <laughs> this made complete sense like the subconscious mind is very very powerful because i i feel like at some point of time it knows a lot more than your conscious mind too like it the subconscious mind knows you better than your conscious mind and it knows your values better than your conscious mind so every time it, it's it's very subtle but every time you do something that is not in line with your values you will notice something like you will notice some uneasiness you will notice some uh physical board like you will notice some uh, you'll feel uncomfortable or something like that so that is your subconscious mind trying to tell you things so definitely bro and um as another statement by napoleon hill he said our subconscious mind resembles a fertile fertile garden spot in which weeds will grow in abundance if the seeds of more desirable crops are not sown therein i love this line that that's why i've memorized it wow so i i'll repeat your subconscious mind is a fertile garden soil in which weeds will grow in abundance if you do not sow seeds of more desirable crops what this really means is that if you do not focus on positives by default negativity will influx inside your brain juice and it will turn that brain juice into a lot of toxicity right yeah. and as our scientists stated the second law of thermodynamics they said that a particular entity will continue to dissipate and become disorganized Mm-hmm. unless an external force holds it together so let's just imagine this entity is your mind your mind will get comp- start to become completely destroyed if you do not feed it with positive thoughts so that external entity holding it is the positivity which you should surround yourself with mm-hmm. right yeah, i agree 100% quite quite in- insightful talks by hasik Yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean what I like what I like about this is that this is not strictly philosophical all right so I was reading this book the power of your subconscious mind by Dr Joseph Murphy and yeah, yeah. I think if you go on the internet there are a lot of authors and there are a lot of scientists and it's it's not just philosophical this thing is even scientifically backed and it's true that you that negativity in your mind is is there by default and if you want good stuff you you have to consciously bring positivity into your life and that so you know happens mind. by surrounding yourself with the right things and that's going to manifest itself so so true yeah. like yeah. if you are not focusing see i just read a book i'm reading a book called the um, what's the name man like it's something about millionaires so what he said in that book was what you focus on expands right if you are subconsciously focusing and you're constantly complaining and you're talking bad about people you're talking bad about your surroundings that that will eventually if you do that continuously for 2 3 years or even 2 3 months it will affect you so much not only mentally but also physically right mm-hmm. your energy the the energy which you should be you know radiating it starts to get dimmer and dimmer because of that negativity so it's basically like a big blanket which continues to cover you up and engulf you as long as you let you 
as long as you let it in mm-hmm. so uh, for that reason we as you said we have to consciously focus on the god thoughts of purity thoughts of love kindness generosity thoughts of creating value you know these important thoughts you have to focus on mm-hmm. at so, one so point what i'm talking about yeah second um i what i was saying was at one point i was so fed up of these negative thoughts that i you know uh, you have those small notepads which you get in the stationery so i just took bought that notepad i wrote all these good thoughts thoughts of purity abundance gratitude love selflessness and purpose and gratitude i wrote i made a list and i kept that in my pocket and i kept on go, kept going through these th- this list every time some negativity started to attack me and that really helped mm-hmm. so yeah that's what what you focus on expands um 